You're listening to Around Comics, episode 124. Comic Book Roundtable, where twice a week you'll hear a revolving panel of guests discuss comic books and graphic novels. On every Thursday episode like this one, yes. you'll hear either topic discussions, creator interviews, Comics 101, or creator spotlights. Miscellaneous bullshit. Today yes. is just that. We are cleaning out the inbox and reading listener emails, forum posts, and listening to a few voicemails. Which are awesome. <laughs> we did. We got some great stuff to go Love over the today. Love the voicemails. Um, let me introduce the rest of today's panel. I'm uh, I'm Christopher Naisman. Uh Joining me, as always, are Brian Salazar. Sal, to you. Uh, to me. Uh, Mr. Scotty Young. Uh, I think emails are of the devil. <laughs> the whole emailing, the yeah. idea the of electronic mail are of the devil. I remember my first email. Yeah. I re- do but you the remember devil rocks. without email? The devil is pretty cool. <laughs> I like that guy. See, uh, I love uh, me some Beelzebub. Uh-huh, How about uh, you, Tom Peters? Uh, this is a strictly work for hire situation I'm in, so I'm not paying attention unless someone asks me like five minutes beforehand. <laughs> what are we talking about? Email? Yeah, the, the devil? Yeah. You like the devil? Uh, never mind. It, move on. Hello, Tom. The devil Hello, doesn't Tom. exist. <laughs> well, if you don't believe in God, I you can't. And I don't no, believe no, in email. That was the greatest trick the devil ever played. Uh, fooling Tom into thinking he doesn't <laughs> yeah. exist. Fo- no, yeah, specifically <laughs> fooling me. <laughs> what fooling him and this fooling Tom? Yeah. Just Tom. Just Tom. Nobody else. Hey, folks. Uh, Are you this the devil. <laughs> no. he's hard to fool. Before we get to all <laughs> no, of the all, all. before we get to all of the devil's emails, I want to remind everyone <laughs> that this episode of Around Comics is sponsored by InStockTrades.com. Waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, <gasps> omnibus editions, and more. All at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over $50 ship for free. Whether you're buying an absolute edition or catching up with showcases and essentials, essentials, InStockTrades.com is your new best friend. Is uh, When you read the InStockTrades, is yes. that your weekly cardio? or something? <laughs> yeah, that way how you get your heart rate up? <laughs> yeah, it's my did you, did, yeah, did I, I got an email from somebody. Did I tell you that one? No. Time? I got an email from somebody wanting to know if you were in a hurry to get through it. Yeah. For, <laughs> every reading that week. really fast. <laughs> every week he's in I am hurry. a quick reader. That's his, it's your vocal cardio. Yeah. Energy. <laughs> I got to get a workout somehow, yeah. Scotty. Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> I need something. I got to do whatever I can, man. I got to do Burn those man. calories. This is a 20 minute read. I got to burn off that cheeseburger. All right. Around Comics is recorded every Friday at 7 o'clock at Dark Tower Comics and Collectibles. That's All the right. greatest, that was the greatest, the greatest lie that's ever ever told. We're trying. We're working on it. Not the devil convincing me he doesn't exist. Dark Tower Comics is located at 4835 Northwestern Avenue in Chicago. Chicago. If you're in the area, drop by and say howdy. Howdy. All right, guys. This uh, this week, like we said, we're clearing out the inbox. We kind of fell behind on some of our listener emails. And we said, hey, let's just make an entire episode of it. We get uh, great feedback 
from uh, from listeners from all over the world. And this episode is really kind of a thank you for all the people. A love that have, letter. Uh, it is a love letter to fans of the show <laughs> that have taken the time to be uh, interactive. This show's so uh, metaphorical. Yeah. <laughs> Boot camps and shit. Have we ever gotten um, an email from Africa? No, I, I don't, I don't believe so. No, I don't know that there's Bangkok, Nigeria. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, a Nigerian <laughs> prince said that. Yeah, it'd be a sure. conflict email. Well, I tell you what, we've got we've got a Bloody lot email. we've got a lot of messages to uh, to get through. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, and jump in. I'll uh, I'll take the first me. one here. Uh, this is from Jan in Louisiana. A new forum poster. Yes, uh, welcome, Jan. Uh, it says, nice podcast, guys. Uh, question mostly for Scotty, but uh, interested in everyone's opinion. I have something to say about that. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Who cares what I have to say about this? <laughs> but after all after about reading Scotty. a lot of the reactions Fucking to Scotty. Humberto Ramos on Runaways, not on this board, but on others, I've noticed that most people don't like Humberto or refer to him as an acquired taste. And I've also noticed that a lot of people said the same thing about Scotty's work on New Warriors when it was announced. My question is that do you think that in the present industry environment that people look down on an art style that is less realistic and more stylized or refer to it as an acquired taste, which I feel is a slight? Um, I, I think before even to before I get to the whether it's acquired taste or not, I tend to try and remind myself all the time that uh, when you see a few people you know, even a few, as in twenty to thirty people on various message boards, say they don't like it. I have a hard time saying if a book sells. Uh, let's say Umberto's been. You know, Umber the majority of Umberto's books are in the top twenty. When he's on Spider-Man or when he's on X-Men, I mean, these are books selling sixty, seventy, eighty, ninety thousand copies an issue. Um, so even if there were one hundred people, which that's you know 100 that's individual it, people on a message board saying they don't like it i don't i can't myself consider that a lot uh it's just too little of a number those are just the people that we're seeing saying this uh a lot of times the people that like stuff i i'm one of the people i think everybody by nature is a person who when you like something you just enjoy it and you move on to the next mm -hmm. thing uh, it's when you don't enjoy it. So if you go to a restaurant and eat and you enjoy the food, you walk out and you had a good meal. If you go and you had terrible services, terrible food, you complain, right? Um, but so I, I don't actually think that a lot of people hate it. I think the people that are vocal about it don't like it. Well, you know, it's on the, you know, what do you want to call it, an acquired taste or whatever, and using the food <laughs> metaphor. If you're raised on, you know, hamburgers and steak and then someone takes you out for sushi, you may go, oh, I don't want mm. that, you know. But you know, it's like uh, work like you know Ramos or Darwin Cook or you know folks that that draw in a, in I don't want to say a cartoony style, but in a less realistic style. And I think a lot of this is a byproduct of the art that you know. You go back to John Byrne or the art in the '90s where it was this you know like you know super hyper realistic art. I think that's what people have become accustomed to. And you look at someone like your art uh, or Ramos's art. It's different. I mean, it's, it, it's different. Yeah, it's just a different world. I mean, you got. American comics, I mean, we are 90% superhero, and we're kind of in this little bubble of... And, and but Ramos draws great <clears throat> superheroes. Yeah, it is. I mean, it's fantastic. It's just people forget, uh, you know, the comic book, average comic book age seems to get older and older each year, and uh, people are 
remembering where you know guys like Umberto or myself or or some of the less realistic mm-hmm. guys get our influences. Sometimes it didn't start off coming from comic books. It came from animated features and cartoons, and you know I would they are cartoonists. And a know? lot of that stuff came from like Kirby, you know. So it kind of. I'll go well, back I mean, to that. You know, the, like Snow White was around before Kirby. You know what well, I mean? Like okay, sure. I'm saying, you know, like the art of of interpreting a figure through a style of line has been around long, long before the great, you know, quote unquote great comic book artists. Mm, and not taking anything away from them, but not everybody that gets into comics was directly influenced by a previous comic book artist. I think so. I mean, myself, I was actually struggled because I felt like I, I was influenced. By more things outside of comics, but when I first got into comics, I felt like I needed to try to. Who can? Uh, I got to look like somebody else in comics, or else it well, won't I work. Well, I think that brings up a good point as far as so many artists, they only go back to what's been done before, right. and rarely do you see any sort of breakthrough right. or attempt to stretch beyond that. I mean, right. you do see it occasionally, but a lot of times it's like. It's a variation of what we've seen before, sure. and I think with comic fans, it's sort of the same thing. It's like a lot, of, or too many comic fans only like things because that's sort of what they've been accustomed to liking, sure. or almost being told what to like to some degree. It's hard sometimes to determine why you like something, sure. I mean, know, or, or explain why you like something. It's much easier to go, "Oh yeah, he liked it, so I like it too." Yeah. And when something comes around that doesn't fit into that mold, it then becomes hard to adjust to that. To, yeah, to I mean, we, we, we definitely are in, a, in, a, in an odd little bubble industry where we, the fans feel like they own the, this form of entertainment, and it's so close to them that they feel the, the need. The vocal people, again, and, and the, I think it's a small these people are the minority, you know. But, but they're the loudest. And the, yeah, the very loud minority want... The entire industry to be exactly what they want, and I mean, I think that's an unfair. And, it, and it's symptomatic of the, the same sort of mentality. It's like the people that are the loudest are the ones that are. It's so ingrained in their head of this is what a comic book right. has to look like. Well, and you know, for ev- in my mind, and and I don't know if I could keep doing this job if I didn't try to think this way. But for every person that doesn't like my work or Umberto's work. Uh, there's a person who does. Right. So that's the way I look at it. I mean, I I tend not to spend any time on message boards or trolling around on reviews and things simply because of the fact that I am careful to not fool myself into thinking, wow, those 10 people that might have posted 700 times, I mean, at the end of the day, it's still 10 people. Right. Uh, and I can't let that affect my you know the the ideas that I might want to try out. Do you think part of it is also sort of symptomatic of uh, I because I know you've heard this before. Like people refer to you as like anime ish, right. even though that's really not your not influence. Close, yeah. You know what I mean? But but do you think it's part of like when anime and manga first came around? A lot of you know comic fans were like instantly. Uh, aggressively against it because uh, it was so different, and do you think that's part of it? Is like um, because they lump that style, you know, any kind of style. You know. It's just, I mean, I don't think it's <clears throat> as deep as people want it. People want it to be a deeper issue than it is, and to me, it's just not. It's it's no different than uh, music. I mean, there's a reason that you your parents will tell you as a child that music. What is that music you guys are listening to? It's not <laughs> like my music, you know. Right. It's Every generation attaches themselves to what they grew up on. I mean, it's the reason that while m- people older than me will 
hate the 90s, you know, you hear, like, John Suntress, 90s is the worst time in comics, or, or you know... Worst you, time in mainstream comics for well, a lot of people. For a lot of people, and, mm-hmm. and, and for me, it's the exact opposite. That's when I got into comics. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's, I mean, there's... A, it's a generational situation, and, sure. and, it, and it just comes down to that. I mean, it's personal tastes mixed with your age, sure. mixed with what you got started on. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't think that um, – I don't ever feel slighted. I don't – you know, uh, I just – I like to draw, and I try to try new things with myself, and I just – the best thing I can do is not pay attention to any of it. That way I can just keep trying to do – if I please myself, I do. A lot. Sometimes I fail, and who cares? You well, know? You know, did, you, uh, so, did you happen to – Catch the uh, image reunion. The yeah, I read a little bit about it. They, they had the video up on it, and they were talking. And I, th- I think it was McFarlane was talking about. We should save it for our image show. Well, okay, there, there was just You're one dying, point yeah. that you've talked about before. Yeah. Is, is that from a personal perspective, you? I mean, that's what got you into comics sure. and into drawing comics mm-hmm. and everything. And the, he sort of brought up the same thing. It's yeah. like people bash those guys and what you they wouldn't did. Have, you wouldn't have, I mean, but how many people? Or actually, it was it was Liefeld. I yeah, think, how who, many who how many creators it. today would not be in comics? And I'm not just talking about the cartoony had, guys right. or the the weird guys. How many guys today that that people love? And we. Would not be in comics had it not been for those guys, the Robert right. Kirkmans, sure. the Ryan Otley's. You know these guys. You know myself. Anybody who is oh, you guys are in your twenties right now that are coming into yeah. comics grew up on we, that stuff. You know that's where sure. I that's yeah. where I got my start. So sure. anyway, yeah, I'm we sure can. Uh, like hopefully that was a, a good enough Hope, answer. Yep. Uh, Jan, Jan, Jan thanks a lot. Uh, our next one, uh, Sal. Uh, uh, Brent, Brent Schoonover. Schoonover, the artist on Horwood. Uh, and he's got a new book I think he's working on now. Mm-hmm. Um, so. He said, hi, gang. This is Brent Schoonover here. Just wanted to say I've been enjoying the show very much, and episode 118 was really great. Uh, this leads me to my question that is mainly geared towards Scotty again. <laughs> and everybody so spells your name wrong. They care. put a C in there. Or any other artists that are there. Mike. Oh, Mike. Dave. Mike, I have, uh, Mike, here's one for you. And <clears throat> Dave. Come on over. Uh, this is Brent Brent Schoonover. Uh, he said, uh, "I have a few comic projects under my belt, but was wondering to those more experienced than uh, that when <laughs> finishing a comic project, do they tend to have a hard time drawing afterwards? If so, what do you tend to do to help kick this problem? As I assume you have to start another issue or another project rather quickly. I've had drawing ruts before, but I can't imagine having them with the type of pressure uh, that the deadlines you are under demand. So, have you guys uh, run into that? I I mean, I'm in it." Kind of right now, where I, you know, I've done five issues of New X Men, uh, and my schedule does not change. But you, after so long of going fast, you really do at some point run out of a little gas. You know, you get to a point where you, you're just stalled. I mean, you're just a little tired. It's a lot. I mean, drawing a comic is hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of drawings over and over. It's a creative thing. It's not like you're, uh, you know. It is hard to to wake up every morning and have ideas. Right. Uh, I mean, but that's the thing. There is no. I mean, it has to get done. You know. I mean, it's. uh, So, there definitely is problems. The only way to kick it is, I mean, just like most problems, it's just time. I mean, you'll get used to it. You. You gotta. There's some compromises that you have to make. You can't want everything to be perfect. Uh, and we talked about it a little bit yeah. on the show. You know, M- Mike and I pointed out, and Mike made good points with, you know, you got to make some concessions and and, and build a skill set of like, what's different. You know, Mike said what's you got to figure out what's good and what's good enough. You know, right. In a time situation, so just uh, I think one of the big things that you that is pro- uh, maybe a good help is. Don't get too wrapped up in 
if you're drawing a comic on a regular basis, don't keep yourself in the comic book world. Go out and live life a little bit. The thing that inspires you to draw is your life. If all you do is read comics and draw comics and talk about comics, sooner or later you're getting no other inspiration to create mm. anything. And, and it, all of a sudden you're, it's just like this weird little incestual situation you have going mm. on and, and you will nothing will be new and you won't be inspired to do anything. You'll grow to, old and bitter yeah. and so just, uh Just keep yourself out. If you get in a rut, take the day off and double up the next day. I mean, that's what I do. If, if I have a bad day, I'll just draw more tomorrow. You know? okay. uh, Brent finished up saying, Thanks, guys. Hope Wizard World Chicago is a blast. I've decided that Scotty's idea of not attending shows till you have a new project to promote is a good idea. So I'm staying home to wrap up my graphic novel that should be out in November. Talk yeah. soon, Brent. Can't wait You're to influencing see other artists. How do you feel about that? That's uh, it's a good, uh, young. I don't know. I'm going to have to, you know, when, do, when I go to sleep tonight. I'll have to let my soul soak it in. <laughs> <laughs> Would you recommend them showing up every Friday to some <laughs> Mickey Mouse operation? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that the best way to spend your time? Right. So, uh, let's see. Uh, our next one is from Jack3K. Uh, Jack3000. Make another new poster on the forum? Uh, you guys give lots of love to writers and artists, which is obviously understandable. But how about some love for the less credited folks in the industry? When was the last you guys read a comic that made you really take note of the colorist or letterer on a book? Um, I won't be long-winded about it, but I, the colorist is to me is very, very. I mean, I, I that's the first thing I take notice of. I think the best artist out there can be destroyed by, uh, you know, a colorist. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I am. I'm definitely. While I might not talk about it a lot, well, I think even the European stuff. I think I've always made it a point sure. to make sure color is is up there. Co- colorist, inkers, and letters are kind of like the offensive linemen of comics. A lot of times, the only time you notice it is when it's bad. When it's bad. Mm. To me, uh, and this is not a slight to inkers, but to me, color is more important than inks. Um, you can see a bad inker destroy it, stuff, and see a good yeah, inker really destroy stuff. An inker, an inker, an inker is hard to tell. An inker does. An inker can help define a single drawing, or help really build out a, a, an illustration, whether you know panel to panel. But a colorist, a really good colorist can amplify your storytelling by changing the mood mood and the color temperature from sequence to sequence. It can really take it to a different place. For all the love that we throw Darwin Cook's way, can you imagine New Frontier not colored by Dave Stewart? I think it should be colored by liquid. All glossy. (laughs) I'm horrible about it. I mean, it's rare that I ever take notice of inkers or letters or colorists I've tried to sort of train myself to to tr- pay more attention to that but I don't know my brain just doesn't work but probably the last time that I noticed something like that was uh, actually and more so because I know the guy than, than anything else was uh, The Last Christmas mm-hmm. and Hilary Barda uh, inking over Rick mm-hmm. uh, Remender uh, because I know enough of Rick's style and, and enough of Hillary's style that I could really tell uh, what he had done, and then actually in the trade they had pages like penciled pages and then inked pages. You could see the difference, but it's hard for me. It's hard to tell sometimes. I mean, I think sometimes I'll see art that I don't particularly like, and it may be hard for me to tell why. It, it you know whether it's was it the penciler, was it the inker? You know, it's like I wish I wish every book had one artist. I mean, I, I, that everything. sounds terrible yeah, because that, that means I mean I'm saying I wish a lot of people were out of work, but that's I mean in a perfect world. Everybody Again, akin, akin to some of the European things where it's about 
you as an artist. Yeah. Uh, because I have a hard time separating them. Uh, and that's why, I mean, you, you hear a lot of inkers that don't like to work with pencilers because of things. You have pencilers that don't like to work with inkers because of certain reasons. And mm-hmm. it's it really is because it's you're producing a piece of art. And then when this art is getting passed around... It is, you know, it's 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 a weird assembly and that, and line, that, unnatural yeah, and situation. That, and that, it's, it, that's exactly what it is. It's an assembly line to get them out on a yeah. monthly basis. Yeah. Well, I think it's a, it's a pitfall too because sometimes collaboration produces something that none of the individuals could have necessarily done themselves, but it right. could also be worse. Mm-hmm. Than, yeah, I mean, it's it's a dark night. Dark, dark, yeah. dark, yeah. yeah. dark night returns is not the same book without Klaus Janssen's sure. inks on Miller. I think for me, my biggest problem with it is that I, most of the time I'm paying attention to storytelling, and not just from a writer's perspective, but mm-hmm. storytelling of an artist, and, and it can be maybe, uh, I don't want to say inferior or lesser quality art, but not necessarily like as pretty if the story is told well, if it's still done, you know, the sequential art, the actual storytelling, yeah, the artist that's does. That's what I'm saying. Where the I'm more concerned about that. A part in it that. does, but I don't. I don't because I've picked up. I've picked up. I've picked up books where this big intense wars going on, and all I'm seeing are like, you know, it, like the sky it's is wild. bright blue and there's white clouds and it's <laughs> well, you know, another, bright another green thing trees. About and I'm like, this is a war. You know, <laughs> this is a battle. I should. You, the colors should tell me that this is an intense yeah. situation. You know what I mean? The best movie, I mean, when you watch Saving Private Ryan, the reason that, it's not only is that a great storytelling, but the way that they bleached out the film afterward tells yeah. you, you should feel it's this bleak. way. It's, yes. Yeah. Sure. It, it should certainly. Yeah. Well, another thing on color is that um, it can vary so much from, and I know this, you know, because of my day job, is that color can vary so much because of the paper stock that it's printed on. Sure. You know, whatever paper grade you're printing on and, and the, the brightness, quality, value of those. So colors, it's hard to tell from mm-hmm. from issue to issue um, going over, you know, whether it's, you know, the traded glossy or whether it's more of a newsprint, that kind of stuff. That's more of a technical side of things, I think, but it, can, it, it comes can, down it to theory, theory at the beginning it can of theory. it. Yeah, it's, it's all it's color, color theory. theory. But, but it can severely alter sure. your coloring. I'm color uh, theory retarded. But, it, yeah, I mean, if you have good color theory, you could print it on toilet paper, sure. and it would you'd understand. Like, mm-hmm. I think 100 Bullets, I mean, that book is printed. The tra- Those are printed on newsprint. But that, that adds to that mood. Now what about lettering? Because I think lettering, while while we don't talk about inkers and colors that much, I mean a good letterer, we almost never talk about the lettering in a book. Well, no, but I think lettering, I think people would talk more about lettering if more people would uh, I mean I know uh, Starkings will do it on s- certain books if the creators mm-hmm. want them to. I mean Steampunk's a good example of how fonts would change from char- you know certain mm-hmm. characters had their own fonts to help you feel their their accent mm-hmm. a mm-hmm. certain way. So you you knew when that when that word bloom popped up you could almost hear it because of the font that was used. Um, I think if more people again treated that as like an art, and we talked art, about it, yeah. you know, on on the other show with with my top of the stack and the graphic design, the whole package. You know, if it was really thought about, when the penciler sat down or or the person that sat down creating the book thought farther than just okay, I'm just going to draw and then I'm done. Right. But if you know, if, and sometimes it's not there that they're not thinking of it. It's just because it is such a chain. Um, but if you could, if you had the ability to sit down and go, I'm going to draw this. I want the colors to look like this. I want the inks to look like this, and I want the lettering to be this kind of feel. I mean, again, that's a perfect. I mean, that's in a perfect world. Yeah, sure. and it's tough in a monthly basis. Sure. Um, Tom, why don't you grab our next one? Oh, all right. Uh, which is the next? Andy Jewett. Andy Jewett. Ah, all right. Um, 
This is from Andy Jewett. I was in, <laughs> it was interesting to go back and listen to the Chicago shows from last year and realize how far you guys have come since then. I may not be able to post as much as I would like to on the forums, but I'm always, in, I'm always listening, and I always appreciate the time you guys put into the show. I look forward to what you guys will come up with next. See you in Chicago. Cheers. Question. Is this still fun for you boys? <laughs> yeah. Some days. Well, <laughs> I look forward to it. Most every, of the time. Every Ask Friday. Me in 20 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when Tom gets upset, it yeah, turns it's with a caveat. Kind of uncaveat. <laughs> uh, it's fun for me just because it's my chance after working all week to come out and yeah. <clears throat> hang out with you know friends and, and literally get out of the house for a while and watch Chris stare at the camera and oh, so we, 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 <laughs> no we've, we've been joined by some other video chat I see uh, Wayne Cordova what's so is uh, what it is is um, I mean I, I shouldn't say that as if I'm like oh god it's such a hassle to do it I right. mean it's no more annoying than like Hanging out with your friends, your friends can be annoying. Sure, you know. <laughs> Thanks, Tom. Well, that's no, I mean that's just odd. <laughs> you know, like you hang out with your friends. You're gonna get annoyed by if you hang around with people, people long yeah, enough yeah, time. You know, that's what happens. It, I mean, obviously, I like it enough that I fucking show up <laughs> every Friday. You know, it's not like I got a sweeter deal going on somewhere else. If anyone else has a sweeter deal, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> email. Please call Tom at Around Comics. Yeah, email Tom at Around. Uh, I, I, it's it. The the shows are the best part for me. Like the actual sitting down and us recording and, and laughing and having a good time is the fun part. Uh, sometimes the rest of it for me gets to be a little. Yeah, I don't do any of that, so I don't. Yeah. Know <laughs> and I do less than Tom. Yeah. <laughs> I just and so come on here and be and, big and celebrity. So, and so when you guys complain, it really gets kind of annoying. <laughs> now, we, now let's we'll, we'll be candid for a minute. Nobody's complaining about no. anything except like. Uh, we just want to leave before two in the morning, right? Like, want to get dinner before two in the morning. That's a, nobody really complaining. You burned me with a cigarette once. I did. I oh well, there is that. No, it's not. It, but uh, it is certainly fun, and it's fun to to go to the conventions and to hang out and you know, like meeting guys like you and and you love me. Oh well, you know. When it's not but, fun, uh, we'll stop doing it. Yeah, it yeah, has. I mean, that's the whole point. Of it. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, when it's not fun for a month. <laughs> when it's not fun, I won't do it. Yeah. You guys will still sit here for the next five years crying. Yeah, when do I drop? When do I drop this? <laughs> do I collect the whole series? Does my life become? Am I a collector mentality? With I want to. I'm going to put money secretly down with Casey on it. Which one of you leaves first? Oh, and then we'll do a behind the music, and it's going to be all bad. And like I think Tom, be a, Tom certainly would be probably Tom, the first Tom, one. To Tom, what was that? I'll be the second. Chris will be the last one. He'll be kicking and screaming, and Chris is gonna still set up four mics. Yeah, yeah. Chris will show up. So what what do you think, uh, Chris? Well, I think from Chicago, this used to be a round table. (laughs) Hi, I'm Damon McAlvey. I hate Karen Gillan, and I want him to die. And you're listening to Around Comics. Uh, next, next one, one uh, Oh, he did have uh, one other question. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scotty, you going to be around at Chicago at all? I know you're not going to shows to get work done on your projects, but will you be around even just on Saturday? I I will be there randomly throughout the weekend. I mean, there I don't know if there'll be any specific place that I'll be. I may or may not do a few signings at the Marvel booth. Um, so I would check the schedule at the Marvel booth. Uh, other than that, you can pick up my sketchbook at the Brand Studio Press uh, table. So, and then I'll be walking around with these nut knuckleheads and <laughs> maybe videotaping Norton at his uh, table, Boop. drawing, draw, crying every time he draws a gravity sketch. Oh, uh, next one you want? Uh, sure. F- uh, Filthy McMonkey said, "Hey fellas, 
Recent convert to podcasts in general, and yours in particular. In the spirit of keeping it short, a question. Do any of you guys consider yourselves to be either a Marvel zombie or a DC, whatever the fuck you call a DC guy? Just curious, because I started out as a Marvel guy, later switched to mostly DC, and have recently been slowly drifting back. I go where the fun is, and there doesn't seem to be a lot at DC right now. Keep up the good work. Tom rules. Tom, you rule. You rule, oh, Tom. Pound you. it. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a comics fan. I was uh, probably, uh, for a long time, I was a, more of a Marvel zombie. Sure. Than, I didn't read a whole lot of these, but I became much more of a DC guy in the last, I don't know, decade or whatever, 10 years I'm a, ago. I'm just a good story fan. Yeah, now it's like, I'll read it. I, I don't care. care. It's like, if it's bad, I don't care who it's from, what creator, what if it's bad, I won't read it. If it's good, I'll, you know, I'll try, try uh, it. And I'll be honest, I'm a DC guy. Mm-hmm. I'm far more likely to try something from the big two if it's from DC than from Marvel, just because when I was a kid, I read. You know, I'm more familiar with the those, world, you know, with that histories. stuff. I'm and I'm probably quicker to drop stuff if it's Marvel than I am if it's DC. DC. You know, That's just to be honest. Taste, you know, just. I I I, little loyalty. Well, I love yeah, a little loyalty mm-hmm. with the, the DC. Yeah, love. Mm-hmm. it's a little bit there, but I I mean I read stuff. You read a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, That's the thing like for me, like having no, like taking no side for me is. It's good because I don't feel any uh, obligation to stick with, you know, like if I start reading a trade... Then you fucking work for Marvel. <laughs> well, yeah, that, you know, but yeah. I was saying if, I, if I'm reading through a trade and I'm not feeling it, I, I don't feel like, oh, but it's my, you know, my company. I've, I've I have no problems with just saying, fuck I this. I don't have so much of that. I have more of like, you know, DC comes out with the Metal Men and... and I'll pick up the Metal Men, but if Marvel comes out with, you know, White Tiger, some sm- right? You know, you're not like, gonna go. In this I'm not. Right. I've I've certainly gotten to the point now. where I don't um, I don't have a whole lot of loyalty to any one company, one you creator, just have a loyal anything. Meet loyal, loyal. Just fucking move on. Yeah, <laughs> that too. Well, I, I grew when I grew up a Marvel I grew up a Marvel senses. fan, and the thing is, I grew up as a huge <laughs> X Men fan, and then I got bored with X Men, so that was kind of what allowed me to leave that. And I I love <laughs> DC now, but yeah, read what's I'm, good. Don't uh, have yeah, don't, uh, cool. you know, don't have any kind of you know. <laughs> All right, the oh, next geez, one uh, fucking is zero cool now <laughs> with my backwards. The next one is from Curtis Acosta in Tucson, Arizona. Says, uh, looking forward to the episode. Here's my question: Are you guys still planning on the free comic book day bus and oh booze trip? Any details for the loyal listeners? I'm jealous of all the bottles clinking. <laughs> Thanks for the sound effect. <laughs> nice foley. Yeah, I'm a there. foley guy now. Uh, in the background, and would love to throw some beers back with the AC crew. And uh, G Dog uh, chimed in and said, "I second that." Uh, well, it was kind of a joke initially when when I threw it out there about the booze cruise on Free Comic Book Day, but uh, it seems like we do have a lot of people that'd be interested in doing it. <laughs> do so you want to see me cry at two in the morning? <laughs> we, haven't, uh, we haven't we uh, haven't made any plans at this point, we other than just preliminary kind of stuff. But I think we are going to try. We are going to try and uh, rent a bus, maybe. And uh, get people signed up for it, and and hit like three or four comic shops and a couple of bars in between, and, and do a afterwards. yeah, and do something for it. We're, we definitely want to, um, but at this point, we just haven't made any definite plans. I think what we're going to have to figure out is like who's coming, how many people we're going to have. Mm-hmm. 
So maybe we should maybe start What's a, a sign-up sheet first. You know? First Saturday in May is when it is. So it's May. F- yeah, I so think it's May fifth all the time. Uh, I don't well, no, no, it's, it's probably first, first Saturday. Saturday. We should have announced this before DC announced Final Crisis to really get the hype going. <laughs> Grant Morrison's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. Wink, wink. But we'll, Grant probably, we'll probably, we'll probably start working towards that in like February. Sorny. So, yes, so ambitious. Yes, we're going to do that. <laughs> well, we throw stupid shit out there, and then everybody goes, "Whoa, that yeah. sounds." And so, I mean, it was literally a joke, that, right. you know. And it was like, but then all of a sudden, people sound excited about it. And it's like, yeah. well, I was it'd be kind of cool to do. I was you know. planning on drinking that Saturday anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you you well, guys enough. lose your ass on this show, don't you? Um... <laughs> Just not fucking bleeding no, money. No, not anymore. Bleeding gas. And not anymore. Well, Sal, Sal knows I'm a chronic planner and organizer, so yeah. this stuff just... Yeah, I'll, he'll just do it all, and I'll just... <laughs> I'll just show I'll take up. credit for it. <laughs> Tom just, show Tom up just shows with up. With the beer. Where We're we gonna. Going? We do want to have... If we do do it, we're going to have to have, like, a trivia contest on the bus. Tom's oh, yeah. going to run... Uh, oh, and uh, yeah, you're gonna have to do some work. Yeah, we're gonna Scotty's make you work. Gonna like we're gonna, gonna have make to buy a book. Even though Scotty doesn't drink, he's gonna come anyway. And yeah, we're gonna no, make not. him. Uh, R, <clears throat> bitch. The, the next one we have from uh, is it Stefan or Steven? Would uh, you say Stephen Aaron? From Let's the say Steve- Stephen from the Aryan Nation. Stephen Aaron. <laughs> uh, wow, ev- both names are spelled weird. Uh, just wanted to say I really PH. have been enjoying the show lately. It keeps me going and laughing, driving to and from work. <laughs> when somebody says it keeps me going, it's like I was going to kill myself. They probably were. <laughs> but then... Good old Stephen was Jeffrey up on the goddamn Dahmer. roof. <laughs> 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 you could have had this podcast to listen to. Yeah. Stephen, did you, you, uh, yeah. yeah. did you exactly. act like you had the palsy when you were in high school? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Listen um, to Monday's episode to know what that means. The, the addition of Scotty Young was irritating at first. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> but now I really kind of like him. That joke won't get old. Uh, <laughs> seriously, though, I you got no one to blame but yourself. I know, man. It's crazy. I'm like a wonk. I should get in advertising. <laughs> yes, because you're just yeah, Mister uh, like the master catch. of like Ritz crackers you, and shit. Your unsuccessful attempt to make waters awesome a catchphrase this summer <laughs> failed though. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> waters. I thought awesome. that. I thought that was golden too. It's hot. Yeah. <laughs> what else? Did uh, you seriously though, I think the episode about being an artist, uh, with being Mike an artist Norton. with Mike Norton, was excellent. And I hope he, Mike, and some other artists do a similar episode in the future. Uh, well, thank you about that. Really, that was a that was a good show, and uh, I know I've gotten a lot of emails. I don't. I'm I'm sure Mike had as well. Um, I'm glad it helped you guys some way. Just us rambling. So, uh, and when is Chris going to a Greg Rucka are going to do a Greg Rucka 101 episode? I know he has serious man love for him. That's Never. true. He does has his name uh, tattooed on his ball sack. Nothing. Uh, nothing definite now. But uh, oh, I think we're going to be talking to Greg soon. Um, it, it's either going to be um, uh, near the end of August, or then we're going to have to jump forward to probably um, this August or uh, October. It's because because Ruck has been a bad boy. He's actually tied up in Chris's basement, <laughs> and he can't see light again till August because no, he he tried to escape. Oh, we're going to have Greg on. It's uh, <laughs> yeah, I actually uh, um, heard from Greg uh, this week. And uh, and we're gonna have him on here uh, in in the next couple. So we weeks. got the restraining order resolved. <laughs> <laughs> it's all, all cleared up. It, it's still that. I whole misunderstand. You guys, joke, you guys joke, but it's like it's not a it's not just a one way street. Greg and him email back and forth all the time. Well, not talk, all the time. You guys talk a lot. Not all the time. Never show up at my house again. <laughs> well, he's uh, he knows. Greg Rucka bigger or smaller than me? Uh, he's bigger than you. He's not taller than Scotty. I don't know if he's, he's taller. He's, he's 
thicker and, and not fat thicker. But yeah, he was actually not fired. That was no joke. It was not like I just called his wife a whore or something. Except he laughs at that. He's like, no, no. Greg Rucker. No. Kick your ass. Seriously, dude. Uh, he will fucking I will take tell you, you after the show. And then he will so write cold. an awesome fucking book for Oni about how he kicked your ass. <laughs> hey, he was a bodyguard, dude. <laughs> Next email is uh, Chris, Chris Chavez. said, uh, Thanks to everyone involved with the show, from designing and maintaining the website to booking the guests to wrestling bears. Everybody's contributions are invaluable to making the show what it is. As a matter of fact, the only thing that could possibly make things any better is if you had a microphone lo- located on Scotty's abs. <laughs> Why didn't water's awesome work? Yeah. <laughs> Every- oh, Everything wow. else that comes out of your mouth is fucking gold, except water's awesome. Quick questions. Oh. Uh, do you think it would have been much more difficult to build the AC roundtable dynamic... If you had the part- an actual round table, the, if <laughs> you had the participants contributing from remote locations That's the like the line. Bullpen Bulletin's podcast or Comic Timing, since you have the core of the show pretty solidly in place, is that an area you're looking to expand into down the road? Keep up the solid work and thanks again. That's well, actually uh, how we how started. We started, we was started Skype, doing yeah. Skype, and it was really hard. Yeah, there was not much chemistry when you're at home and talking to somebody over the phone. Basically, no, you could be nude. Yes, yeah. you could. And yeah. you know, when there um, was advantages. To I it. would just openly just read other things while other people were talking. <laughs> no. Here, I kind of have to like, I yeah. just look. look all yeah, yeah. 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 some semi page. Well, I mean, so. you look at other. Po- it's uh, you know the iFanboy guys do theirs remotely. Really? The bullpen bulletin guys do. Uh, and this one amazes me. I think the the panelologist guys do theirs remotely, and just the the quick chemistry that they have. It's that is well, a skill. England's only like a hundred miles. Like, wide. Like, up, how guys. far apart could they be? Come on. Can't um, they walk? But it is the it village, definitely... Can they walk when to we, the village green? When we started doing it from here, there was an immediate difference in, in, you know, just the fun that we had and the interaction and everything. Sal has to commute, like, two hours every time he does this. So if it didn't work, believe me, he wouldn't <laughs> come. Yeah. No shit. Uh, as far as uh, is it something we're looking to expand into down the road? I don't. Know, I don't know exactly what he means by that exactly. I don't uh, to to bring in. I mean, we have. We do, I didn't know. If I mean, meant, like bring on new people or say like now that you guys have it good, are you going to not look at each other anymore and just re- like separate <laughs> <laughs> uh, sound? I mean, our you know obviously we would much rather talk to people in person than mm-hmm. yeah. uh, on the phone. Phone interviews are tough and that, and it's way easier to do it in person. But you know, it's not easy to get guys to come here and, and this is Friday. Friday is our social get together we would Unless you know obviously get to sit around have a few beers and talk about comics two so. in the morning. Mm-hmm. You threaten their uh, next one uh, there's no name on this one but it's uh, Tommy a, Kelly a, oh Oh, this is that. from David D. I oh no, a question this. for the panel. Is that what you're? Yeah. Looking? Oh, this question. is from okay. David D. This is question from, yeah. from the panel. Come clean about a lie that you've told on the air. <laughs> it might be a book that you pretended to like or a story that you embellished. Coming clean about a lie long after the fact when it doesn't actually matter is to me always funny. Feel free to leave out any key de- details if you need to avoid hurt feelings. And of course, only do this if it will be a laugh rather than anything that will make people uncomfortable. <laughs> P.S. Happy hundred twenty. A lot of fucking rules. <laughs> yeah. Wow. P.S. Happy episode one twenty four. I know that you guys are all we're too cool for base ten. I don't know what that means. So I think one hundred twenty four is the milestone you've really been shooting for. <laughs> I think for. he means that we don't celebrate our hundredth episode. Not all of us were even here. <laughs> yeah. So. Here's to another hundred twenty four great episodes. That was my first. Uh, Oh yeah, the Cecil Castellucci episode. My first appearance. I can't remember. Was the hundred about it? Was a hundred? 
Yeah, I don't. Uh, it's uh, it wasn't actually uh, Snagglepuss. It was Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, that tried to sleep with your girlfriend. <laughs> I'm trying to think of anything that I nah, actually was lied about. Uh, you guys have done uh, a lot of. You guys have said a lot of things that you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Oh, that's well, true. They, oh, yeah. that's not yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's that's lying. lying. That's, yeah, we believe it. Yeah, yeah we so believe that's it. That's a lie. Lie. So that's just psychotic. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean that's different from outright. Lying. In, you know, being misinformed yeah. is not. Uh, we uh, and that and that's one thing that it was really important to us. We never um, talk about a book and say that it's good unless we really believe. I haven't that. read anything in like five years of just <laughs> slabbing everything. I can't really... Yeah, I mean, we're all pretty open and <laughs> Sometimes yeah, too honest. honest sometimes. Yeah, I actually don't have a lot of friends because I won't <coughs> lie. <laughs> like, you know what? Like, you're so fucking ugly. Why are you so ugly? I know, when you say that to me, it does hurt. Well, you know. I, you know. Just, you know. No, I, honestly, I, I don't know. I can't remember... Uh, I mean, I'm sure there probably is something, but I, I, I just sure can't I remember. I've made up something, but I can't remember. Well, jokes and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, no, no that well, we don't have anything. Well, I got, yeah, now I that we're on video, oh. everyone knows I'm not black <laughs> or bald. Let's let's leave the um, the sack. listener emails and let's go to a listener voicemail. From my BFF. This is from oh. your BFF. Um, this is from Mr. Braxton Harris. Mad Brax. Hey everybody, this is Braxton calling the show. Um, I just real quick, real I know I don't want to take up a lot of your time on the show, the podcast. The um, podcast. That's what we're called now. But, uh, the podcast. My wife is a big fan of Scotty. She, and I know she is. The whole house. And Scotty's a big fan of your wife. The whole Braxton household is. His kids it's not, dress not like a, Scotty. Not the place it was. And. Oh, I don't know. We got uh, new. Is it, what's your fucking comic? The fucking, uh, what is it, Scotty? Uh, the new asshole? Uh, it's everywhere. It's on the coffee table. It's on the fucking nightstand. It's, um, it's everywhere. Angela is working on your uh, Wikipedia site. You'd be happy to know as well. Um, so, I, hey, I'm growing a mustache, Scotty. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm I'm growing a uh, it's like a blonde, uh, big thick blonde mustache to keep Angela happy. <laughs> Pass the comment rides. from the old wife. Hey, honey, why don't you grow a mustache? It'd be good. It'd be be like Scotty, like fucking Scotty. Do you fucking realize how often I hear that fucking thing? like Scotty, like Scotty? <laughs> the name is the best. You know she didn't even know how to spell your name, Scotty. <laughs> She spells it with a C, not the fucking uh, communist femmed out asshole K, like you. Femmed out. <laughs> communist femmed out. But hey, I'm not resentful. <laughs> I'm, I'm not resentful at all. I'm just, uh, hey, I'll keep listening. I just wanted to, you know, let you guys know, you know, that's all. Oh. All right, back, back on with the show. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> I love that. Oh, man. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, Braxton, you are fantastic, my I friend. I fucking that, love his that wife. Really She's hot I do want to say, hands down, I have let anybody that has come to my house in the last week listen to that. It is, <laughs> <laughs> Casey has listened to it over and over. I Every single time I listen to it, I laugh more. When he. 
when he says the fucking femmed out K, I lose my shit. And then he goes, but I'm not resentful. <laughs> but I'm not but resentful. I'm not resentful. With that. So, uh, Brax, that was fucking I tell you what, Braxton, uh, zero cool. This, this is kind of a thank you to a lot of the listeners out there. Oh. And Braxton has been there from before the beginning. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. It's, uh, he's been there for the entire ride, so we love Braxton. One of these days, we'll meet him in person. Scotty actually already has. Yeah, he's so. the only one of us to have actually <laughs> met him, which is, is really funny. Uh, all right, our next uh, our next email is from Gavin. So just wanted to say uh, what everyone else has been saying. I love the show, so thank, thank you, Gavin. When Scotty came on at first, I was like, who is this fucking guy? And now I love me some Scotty Young. Yeah, he just showed up. <laughs> I also enjoy going back and listening to past episodes while I'm working or sitting around my apartment drawing. I keep refreshing my iTunes late Sunday and Wednesday nights, hoping that you guys post the episode early. I try. You guys quickly beca- have quickly become my favorite podcast. Keep it up. So thank you, Gavin. Have we, are we going to read any negative stuff? No. What they don't know is that... Uh, well, here's something negative. Celebration. <laughs> uh, celebration of all things around This is This is something negative. Before um, he met me, Sal thought he'd hate me. Yeah, I absolutely. I was listen. I listened to Scotty on the Crankcast a few times, yeah. and uh, I knew sooner or later, you know, we'd meet. It was yeah. gonna happen. just because it was going to happen. And and I had told Chris, I'm like, I'm going to fucking hate Scotty. I just am not. We're not going to get along. Uh, we're going to clash. I'm going to fucking hate this guy. And then Cocky. You found out you came out of the same womb. And then, yeah, and then we met, and yeah, it was it was uh, history. You know, You're but, fucking uh, wrong. That's I was I was absolutely wrong. And, and that's, that's what I, all I do in life is prove people wrong. You uh, you absolutely prove except me Tom because Tom's right all the time. Well, here, well here's here's another one Tom. in that same vein. This is from Tommy Kelly. Hey guys, just wanted to, just wanted to say that your show is my favorite podcast. I and fuck, I listen to loads of them. Keep up the good work, and Scotty sucks. Sorry, Very Scott. Nice. Oh. Scott, I'm gonna call you Scott. Scott, <laughs> sorry, Scott. No, you said you rock. I rock. Is, yeah, might be true, might not be. Who knows? Opinion. And this uh, this next one uh, <laughs> is kind of an in, this, this next one's kind of an inside Subjective. joke. So I'll read it. It says, uh, "Hey guys, uh, just to let you know that we uh, we would kick your asses at Hero Clicks. Wow. Love the show. Keep up the great work, Matt and John. Man." That is a penalologist guys. Oh, well, that is incredibly insane. They would absolutely kick my and I think Tom's and Scotty's asses because we don't. Oh, you have played? And nerd. All I have to say is (laughs) that Batman can hide behind a sewer grate is not. Yeah, is not accept. That's not an acceptable. Yeah, I think it's dumb reality for me. I uh, so I wrote some fan fiction. <laughs> and uh, you can check it out at my Perfect Strangers fan fiction website. Perfect Strangers. Well, that was that was from Matt and John from the uh, Quiet Panelologist at one work of my favorite pod- podcasts. Those guys are so mm-hmm. quick, I so clever. Understand. I can't understand a goddamn word they say. They're speaking <laughs> English, I guess. All right, next one is. Oh, uh, the books go. My MMO. Take a, a road to Lori to <laughs> <laughs> the <store> today. Uh, <laughs> a chimney sweep. Next one is from Tug. Uh, just dropping a belated line to give some thanks for the great comic artist episode. It's a good lesson to all us aspiring comic artists to know that there aren't really set rules for the work, which is something I think a lot of people are intimidated by when starting out. Thanks again to Scotty and Mike for all the great advice. P.S. just finished the video game app, and as an avid comic and game geek, I'd say from experience that video game fans are bitchier than comic ones. A scary thought, I know. Uh, this is from... Neil. So, uh, sorry about that. Hey, Sal. Yes. And, uh, I, you know what? I had this problem with this. <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> this drove me fucking insane. 
Hey, Sal, I'm sure somebody on the board has probably already mentioned this to you, but paradigm is pronounced paradigm. I know. Though saying paradigm is much funnier. uh, (laughs) Really? (laughs) Obviously, it's not uh, acceptable enough. Paradigm. Yes, thank you. Thank you for that correction. I appreciate it. What's up, paradigm? Aren't they from, uh, like, Apocalypse? Isn't that one of... uh Parademons. Oh, parademons. Right, uh, I was just fucking uh, on. Well, you, you really do murder words. <laughs> oh, I do. I have, there's no question I think that, it's I, endearing that I do. Uh, I think it's kind of cute. Which way. is funny because I'm sort of a... Uh, um, at the same time, I'm sort of yeah. a grammar snob. Yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. But I do destroy words. Mm. Yeah. 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 I, I, say, well. I say yeah. you ain't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate <laughs> it. I say use guys. I say you all go... Fuck yourselves. All right, we got another one by Tobias Ennenborg. What was that? Tobias. <laughs> Tobias. I, no, the last name? Well, Jesus Christ. Uh, oh, know, yeah. It's, it's all fucking, types of fucking vowels and shit in a row. I don't know what to do with that. Uh, <laughs> hi, guys. Just finished listening to your guys' video game comic book episode and agree generally that most of the superhero slash comic book games so far have not quite been up to snuff. But there is one game that is often overlooked, developed by Irrational Games, uh, Freedom Force, and its sequel, Freedom Force versus the Third Reich. <coughs> I played uh, the first one. Mm-hmm. These two games are brilliant games celebrating comics history in all its features, from the fact that all the heroes and villains uh, are, are the same way based on an existing character such as Captain America slash Uncle Sam, inspired by Minuteman or uh, generic speedster, the bullet, to the fact that all the graphics are mad in style of... Are, are <laughs> made, in the, made in the style of Jack <laughs> Kirby. So, so th- thank yeah. you, Tobias. Yes, and, and I, uh, Freedom Force was a lot of fun. Yeah, it, yeah. it's very Golden Age uh, kind of thing. And uh, Is that even uh, available on... I mean, that was a computer game. Uh, not, I, th- I think you can Did they ever make pr- that for PS2 or... Uh, I had it as a Mac... Um, yeah, I had it as a PC CD, game. It's mostly, so mostly, uh, but it was a cool game. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Yeah, it was a great comic <clears throat> book game that didn't have you know actual right. licensed comic book characters. Uh, Brandon Clifton wrote in. How this much? Is an odd question, I think. How much does Wizard World cost, including hotel and everything? Also, I was wondering if you could start announcing the top ten selling comics. When Wizards stopped doing this, uh, I have been without this important information. Why is that information important, though? Well, it's important to him. I I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, Wizard World. If you're going to get a hotel by yourself and you don't find other people to share it with, you're going to basically pay about 150 bucks a night for a room. Uh, the 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 ticket to get in uh, is generally like 50 bucks for a three day pass or something like that, or but 55 how much bucks. Memories. Priceless. The, the priceless. <laughs> they are priceless. I think it's like 25 bucks a day. Yeah, something yeah. like that. So you're looking at like 175. Bucks a day, basically, yeah. and then flight and airfare. You know, I don't know where you're at, so who knows? But uh, it's not exactly cheap. You but if you find other people that you know are going to be there, <laughs> Jesus Christ, uh, that are going to be there, and uh, you can share a hotel room with, and and that kind of thing, uh, uh, you can definitely <laughs> cut down on the cost. Uh, as far as the top ten, I, I wouldn't even know where to find that list, quite honestly. I know. I could find it in five minutes. Do you, you want to announce the top ten monthly, you know, monthly sale stuff if you guys are interested? I'm only, I'm only leery of that because... Um, so many of the books that we <laughs> like aren't in the top ten. Yeah, well, only because top ten... I mean, I, I don't know. What, what does that mean? Like, it's not recommending it. 
Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> I mean, like, right. I and, it tends, and it tends not to change. I mean, it. Yeah. Same, same books. Stuff yeah. over I mean, over you're again. looking at maybe the same 20 titles just swapping Just pick your numbers. own top 10 and, and, you know, go from there. Don't worry about, like, what wizard yeah. or this is always gonna be sales. A, uh, X-Men, you know, or Wolverine. Like, it'll be, it'll be yeah, whatever the big Wolverine, Wolverine colon farting on a snare drum <laughs> <Right>. sold like <laughs> fifty thousand copies. Yeah, because remember these are all books ordered by retailers yeah. that will order more of some books and very, very little of other books. So yeah. it's not like all books aren't carried. It's just you know a difference between how many more did this. It's, all it's not and people those, buying. And those, them. yeah, those numbers are just buying retailers. Yes. So it has no you know I don't know why you want that information anyway. Yeah, Good Lord. Brand, whoa. Well, no, I don't mean that. In a, Dummy. It, no, no, I just mean <laughs> I'm it's, kidding. I'm curious yeah. as to why he <laughs> wants that information and send us another follow up email. Yes. Over and over again. And tell us. Uh, tell us why. I have this next. I will read this. You next do it. You go, do it. Go for it. Go. Then. This is from. Go. I'll get to that at the end. Love the show, and I have been listening for a few months. I have a couple of questions to throw out there. During top of the stack, sometimes Tom will say this Good goes Lord. against my rule, and then talk about a book. Uh, yeah. Have I said that? Um. Yeah. But the rule is. It, not your rule necessarily, but you you like I, I we tend to try and not pick like mainstream books. We're trying to find interesting other. I try stuff. not to pick the same thing over and over. Yeah, again. so on you have we stack, have some unwritten yeah on top of the sack. We we have some unwritten rules. Which, well, you know, only because the nature of like I have a pull list, so I get the same books every month. Yeah, so yeah. I try not to. There's books I like, so I don't want to pick the same Justice book. Society of America right every, every week. time it comes out. You know, because I think. <coughs> That's not. I think that's what he's talking about because you've mentioned that before. Yeah, so that's sort of. I mean, I love those books, but I also, you know, for instance, on Monday's episode, (laughs) I had a hard time choosing between Metal Men and the Jeffrey Dahmer book. But then I thought, you know, Metal Men comes out seven more times. Yeah, you'll have more chances. Yeah, I'll have more chances. Because I actually was mad at you. Yeah, and then I was like, and I haven't even read it, but (laughs) when number two comes out, I'm sure I'll love that. Yeah, Yeah, and I'll pick it, and I'm like, well, this book is coming out this time, so and I will probably read the trade, and because I'm such a Duncan Rolo fan, I'll probably put it up as a trade. Um, So my other rule is that I um, I won't pick anything if it has three of the five um, vowels in it. (laughs) Um, Interesting. Is Dark Tower Comics located in the ghetto or near hospital? (laughs) I always hear sirens during the shows. Oh, that's uh, just Chicago. Yeah. In the city, baby. Does Scotty love pouches on comic characters so much because he can dream of them carrying an extra risk pieces in many maps? <laughs> <laughs> Did you yes. say that before? That no. you love pouches on oh, heroes? Well, yeah. It's oh, a, it's a, oh, you're yeah. talking. Okay, okay. Never mind. Scotty right. has I was thinking like, like kangaroo pouches. I'm like, pouches? <laughs> How many <laughs> people are they talking Scotty's, about? Scotty's never mentioned this on the show, but he has one of the <clears> most <throat> extensive tattoo selections of various Flash fictional art. worlds. Yes. On him, he has Oz mm-hmm. on his calf. Yes. He has um, Middle Earth mm. on his back. Yes, all of it. Yeah, he has Mordor. The, the mountains of Mordor. Yeah, he has Mordor. All of it. And uh, the next one, he's getting, you're getting Harry Potter put on you. But it's yeah, I've been wait. I had to wait till the last book came out to make sure the world There's didn't expand without right. Yes, definitive. Sure. So sure. your expanded universe of Star Wars tattoo was um, aborted early because uh, yeah. it was nonsensical. <laughs> aborted yeah. early. Yeah. Uh, all a couple right. of weeks ago, we're still going on Nick Zins. I'm, oh, I'm, Jesus. A couple of weeks ago, I was out on a date with a girl. She sure. said something nerdy. So I blanked her. <laughs> Beeble I'm not going to say that fucking word. He Beeble her. God. 
She looked at me really weird. Well, she should have. It was fucking inappropriate. <laughs> she looked at me really weird, and I recoiled in horror at doing this to her. And you should have, because I was horrible. All well, right. The good news is, well, no, I'm just telling him. <laughs> Obviously, you know, it didn't work out. Well, the good news is she's now my. Oh, well, it did. Well, the good news is <laughs> yeah, she's now baby. my girlfriend, regardless you know what? of what I said. Yeah. And the bad news can mean that Scotty words are an aphrodisiac on top of everything else in this, his <laughs> resume. Jesus, oh, not start that. Uh, the legend uh, freaking yes. grows. I am, uh, for everybody listening, um, I am able to get you mad pussy. Yeah. 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 But uh, not using that one. Uh, maybe she's uh, in the Special Olympics. My question for Nick Zinn is, is it difficult dating a blind and deaf girl? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, come on! Is this fucking Oprah? You may sound like a baby's <laughs> name. <laughs> is it on, yeah. yeah. Well, a rich baby. And just a minute ago, you're all like, Hey, uh, jerk off! What kind of question is that, that about? Way. Like, uh, no, you want top ten? No, 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 loser? no, no, no. What's our What's our next? Our fans uh, like, this we got is our... like the Ed DeBevick of podcast. Yeah, We're God. To All right, Jesus, listeners. Nick! Wow. Congratulations on finding a girl who didn't recoil at horror at that because yeah. you have a keeper. I tell you what, <laughs> that's a keeper. My girlfriend would slap me. <laughs> slap you. Punch me. Uh, our next one is from Leland. Hey, guys. I have been listening to your podcast for some time now, and I finally decided to be major nerd and write in. I think you guys are comic comedy gold. Well. And with the addition of the comic comedy masters known as Scotty Young, Mike Norton, and Crank, all you guys fucking rock. Oh, Jesus. Fucking rock. And I agree with Scotty. The Watchmen, good. But damn, is it boring. <laughs> I agree, Leland. I've tried it twice, and I've given up, but I know how it ends now. And Sal thinks that if I get on the internet no, and read some extra stuff, I'll like it or something. Listen, I wasn't saying, listen, Scotty, honey, you should read honey. these annotations to understand it better. I know your meager IQ <laughs> okay, can't handle the true genius. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I mean, okay, Leland, I was hoping to meet you and get a sketch from... Wait, I was hoping to meet and get a sketch from Scotty in San Diego, but I understand why you didn't make it. That's cool. You all keep up the great work, Leland. Thank you, Leland. I quit. Sal is very <laughs> now. We at the beginning of the show, Sal was telling us, "Why is it all about me?" To bit not bitch, and now Sal is getting mad at us. When did I tell you not to bitch? When we started the show, I said, we "Don't were make bitching. fun of the listeners." No, because we were bitching. You always bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm used to that. All right. Our next one. Uh, I'm just defending myself. I'm not <laughs> bitching. This is from uh, Nick. Stop so complaining I, I, about us making fun of you. No. <laughs> that won't happen. <laughs> says, I've got a few different comic book scripts I've written uh, that I would love to see published. I've started soliciting for artists on MySpace, Craigslist, and other websites. I've heard back from some excellent artists and uh, some still needing experience. Thing is, I'm not. Uh, thing is, I'm not worried about having the world's greatest artist draw the book. Good thing Scotty's busy. <laughs> yeah. Says I'm looking for someone who has the drive to I actually get the man. art done. <laughs> I don't mind if it's rough. In fact, <laughs> I expect it to be for my first We're published work, especially if I self-publish. <laughs> what could you guys offer up for advice? How do I pick the best artist for a script, and what characteristics should I be looking for? Not artistically, I mean in terms of work ethic and experience. Thanks, Nick. It's all a crapshoot, man. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, really, I, I mean, no idea. Yeah. 
they, they, anybody can talk a good game. It's but like any yeah. work experience, like working on anything with anybody. Like you don't know until you, you work. Yeah, you do it. Because people mean, will be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll be." Because uh, no one's gonna be yeah. like, "I'm lazy." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I made. Casey went and got an interview. Right, she's a she's an office manager at an architectural firm. Uh, when she went to her interview, uh, do you know Quirk and do you know blah 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 and all these people? Yeah. Sure, I do. Sure, I do. Now, and then in the first days, so uh, trying to learn, and she's learning it now. But Calling you who has not me. fucking lied on their resume, either resume yeah. or in an interview? I mean, um, you don't know until yeah. you're. I can't read. <laughs> well, I know that. I've never yeah, brought it I up. Can't I didn't read. So, Source yeah. Subject. So sorry, Nick. Uh, trial <laughs> trial and error, man. I, I guess is. Yeah, man. I, I'm going to read this next one. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Great. Dear Sal and Co. Company. I threw in that ISR, Indie Spinner Rack, dig as a laugh, of course. The two shirts are individual works of art. Nuff said. I threw that as an afterthought only because it was the truth, and there was no negative <laughs> aspersion except in your mind and no doubt the minds of everyone listening. <laughs> this is only a function of culture, not language. You can probably tell I'm seriously unconventional, bipolar, crazy, some bitch who reads a lot of comic books. Well, I buy numerous examples of transcendent comic art, but it takes me years to read them sometimes. But I look at all the pictures right away. You bet. I had to laugh when someone said I was Gary Groth. See why in the past... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, you remember now? Yeah, yeah. I was like, what the hell is this about? It was the email last week, that, or two weeks ago. Um, see why in the pasted and condensed ex- excerpt from my book entitled The More on Civil Disobedience, my technical manual for being an artist and human being. I hope you enjoy it and tell me... That I what a jerk I am. I mean, how great it is. Love comic book shaman. And, and he had he, and he had included. Uh, I, I guess he's he's written a, a book, and he he emailed us uh, a bunch of excerpts from it. So this was the whole. Um, what's the the Gary Groth uh, publication? Um, comics. Because I said comics comic journal. Comics journal. Because I said for like twelve bucks, it should come with an obscure creator in a mylar bag. Yeah, so that was, uh, and so we kind of went back and forth on some, uh, reading some of his emails and, and whatnot. So, um, I, I'd say, you know, no, uh, hurt feelings on, on either side. You know, it's. Yeah, I don't give uh, Whatever. I don't know. No, I, you know what's funny about this? I love when people go, I'm a crazy, you know, bipolar son of a bitch. Yeah. But you should pay attention to what I say. I actually. Read my book, uh, even though I'm insane. You know what? I tend to not ever get offended or bothered by words on a computer screen yeah yeah mm. you know what i mean yeah I, I mean we talked about you know it was like the isr thing or isr yeah, dig right. or whatever it, it, it was more just the fact of like you know like you were saying people can't compliment you without taking a shot at you at the same time right. people have a hard time but obviously he's trying to be funny yeah no it was yeah. nothing i mean we only read uh, yeah, it we because yeah, we, we thought it was entertaining joked about it right. too as well yeah it's not like Let's move on. but believe yeah. me if, if, we, if we don't want to read your email we won't Listen to AroundComics.com podcast new every Monday. For once, you won't be lying to your parents when you tell them you're not looking at porn. The next one is uh, from uh, Dr. Mo at the Danger Zone show. Says, uh, hey guys, I'm nominated along with you in the entertainment category. Just checked out your show and I dig it. Good luck. Into the Danger Zone. Nice. So thank you, Dr. Mo. Uh, Thank you, Dr. Mo. From Kevin Gentlecore. Uh, greetings, gentlemen. I just became aware of the show through Scotty's blog and wanted to drop you some kudos. I just started listening and have been picking some of the more interesting episodes out of the catalog to catch up on. The recent episode about what it is like being a comic artist was very insightful and eye-opening. 
I would rather hear the ty- the stories of the up and comers than the well established Jim Lee types who moved to Italy to work. Uh, not that I don't like them as well, it just isn't personal to me. The same way as hearing movie stars talk about what island they bought. Anyway, I just wanted to say it was inspiring. Not that I have chosen comics as my chosen profession, I am in the creative field and have seriously given thought to do- going that route. As I am not a long-time listener, I'm not sure if you have given any discussion to certain books, but I always think The Walking Dead is consistently great, as well as most of Kirkman's work, including Invincible. Uh, it is what most superhero books should be. I'm a huge horror fan and huge comic fan, so the two coming together is no is a no-brainer for me. Since Niles hit the scene, it seems there are more and more horror comics on the shelves every week. Maybe a Halloween-themed episode? There are some wonderful titles in the genre, and I think they are worth exploring. Well, thanks for your time, and keep up the good work you have. Uh, me for life now, Kevin Gentler. We actually had a Halloween episode with Steve Niles. Yeah. Um, um, while I haven't bought an island, I have, in fact, <laughs> bought Chicago. <laughs> oh, cool. You have an island on lease. Yeah. If you don't yeah. Own it. I haven't decided and yet. And we've, we've picked, um, we've picked Walking, Walking Dead, Dead and Invincible before, yeah. on, so yeah. we've talked about it. Right. Sure. I've picked Invincible a couple And we'll times. probably do another Halloween episode, because that was kind of fun. Who else did we talk a to? A Halloween Spooktacular. Uh, Russ Cochran. Spooktacular. Yeah, yeah Russ, we, Cochran. Russ Cochran and mm-hmm. Steve Niles and somebody else. I, I am glad that people, uh, because I put the feed up from... I put your the, blog, the, on your yeah, blog, yeah. I put yeah. the feed up from the show on the blog, so there's always <laughs> five, whatever the latest, like, five or six latest episodes are, are, are constantly blog. updated on my blog, and, and it's cool. good to know that uh, people are actually clicking on it. Well, yeah. we've definitely, uh, since you've been on the show, we've definitely seen an increase in, in listeners. A dozen. Uh, I, so. I knew I'd bring a, a, a lot the, of people. It's the X effect. <laughs> yeah. uh, you, guys ready? Yeah, yeah, you guys ready for uh, another uh, voicemail? Sure. Yeah, let's yes. do it. Hello. Hey, guys. This is my aunt calling from the Fixes Hideout. Um, we, we have a podcast that we do every week, and we love your show. Um, we're avid listeners and fans. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks a lot. That was the uh, the fixes hideout guy. Yeah, well, now I'll listen to it. I said I wouldn't, but now I will. Yeah, gonna have to. I no, I hadn't heard of it, but thanks for listening, and uh, we'll check it out. Yeah. And uh, we got we got one more one more listener email here. All right. Hi guys, this is Chris Chavez, Equinox from the forums. Wanted to give a quick shout out to you guys. Uh, fantastic shows recently. Dave Windorf and Rockin' Comics, and also the EA guys with uh, comics and uh, video games. Um, I personally suck at video games, so any game Me that too. you can jump in, uh, play for a few minutes, jump back out, say progress, what have you, enjoy playing online with others, always a great time. Uh, looking forward to uh, some of the future releases, maybe some updates for uh, Ultimate uh, uh, Marvel Universe uh, on the Xbox 360. And uh, What about Guitar Hero? Games. <laughs> also looking forward to the Orange Box from Valve on the Xbox 360, especially Team Fortress 2. Always a lot of fun getting in, playing, uh, blowing up people. Uh, Actually, poker on the Xbox. Uh, anyway, have a great time. <laughs> uh, enjoy yourselves at Wizard World Chicago. Looking forward to the interviews you've got there. Hope uh, John can join you guys out there as well. And uh, we'll talk to you on the forums. Oh, and speaking of the forums, I want to give a quick shout-out to uh, Dan C., paper cut on the forums for his work on the AC Wiki. Absolutely. Although, and kind of taking a look at all the information that he's got there, I think uh, he may uh, be taking a little, a uh, little bit easy on the work that he's doing there. I, I think I've seen at least uh, two or three posts on the forum where he had maybe twice as much information as he typed the entire wiki. 
combined. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> You're famous for uh, putting lots and lots of information out there. Let's, let's see what you really got uh, there. Anyway. Uh, Equinox, uh, just their paper cut anyway, a fucking elbow. All, uh, all kidding aside, <laughs> great job, Dan. Uh, look forward to uh, everything that you guys add. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Look forward to the conversations. Keep up the great work. Bye-bye. Well, it's funny because Dan actually, <laughs> part of him. Uh, what? <laughs> he did the wiki uh, because he felt guilty because um, he hadn't written any more uh, articles for the for the for or for the uh, website, mm. and uh, that was what. Well, because Dan has a life. Yeah, married with life. kids, yeah. jobs. But, so. No, we really appreciate what Dan did with the. Oh, Dan's awesome. Are they his kids? Uh, <laughs> I think. I'm allegedly, allegedly, you know, don't know for sure. Anyway, however you roll, thanks, these Chris. Days, cool with me. Absolutely, thanks. Chris is another one that's been there, kind of from the beginning. So it's always good to hear from uh, Equinox, the old timers. Uh, next one is from Simon McDonald. Hey Sal, don't let those guys bust your chops. Future Stacks to. is great, and we need to keep it around. You spelled Future Stacks wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's with three X's, Simon. <laughs> three X's. Uh, I take it all in stride, mm-hmm. uh, you know. I try, and, I try and, you know, not yeah, take offense. I am a little sensitive. This uh, next email's from Ben. Hey, guys. <clears throat> just listened to the video game episode. My favorite part was the little Easter egg at the end theme where Scotty talks about walking out on his job at Gadzooks. <laughs> I like that a lot, Quitter. too. I had to laugh as I did the same damn thing. At the same Gadzooks? What are the fucking odds? Oh, what was your name? <laughs> My name was Scotty man. Young. <laughs> I was working at Best. Hello, my name is Scotty. You posted that. I was working at Best Buy it's and like faced with the comic. prospect of unloading a truck until midnight. I decided that it was for my service plan pushing career. <laughs> I love some Best Buy, but every, it's like everything you bought. I bought a. Would key, you like a? Here's a keychain. It's ninety eight <laughs> cents. Uh, for four dollars, you can get a service plan. No, nah, I don't want it. No, we don't get commit. This is what it's like. We don't get commission. This is just would protecting you, you anytime in the next forty five years. Would you, would you like twelve issues of Time? Oh, Entertainment, Entertainment Weekly. Weekly. You are fucking. Uh, I pretended to clock out for lunch, but really just punched <laughs> random numbers into the time clock. Took a nice long break on the clock, then punched out, pretending I was punching back in. Went to my car and peeled out. <laughs> yeah, you know, Later, you peel out of, uh, I have to tell people this. Um, if you we call know it how to out. peel out. Uh, if you put down bleach on the road, oh, yeah. peel out, it'll start. It'll start oh, yeah. smoking. Yeah. Smoke the shit out of it. You learn that put street, cocaine on the street street machine. Car. Nationals do coin Illinois, yeah. baby. You learn that trick. We did Bunch that in fucking rednecks <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> the you know what, man? If you put a fucking potato in your tailpipe, your car will start. It's part of homecoming, and we got homecoming canceled at our high school forever. <laughs> <laughs> so if we you're listening to this and you lot. go to Notre Dame Academy, I'm I'm part of the <laughs> reason why you don't no have homecoming. homecoming anymore. Uh, pretty sleazy, but it was such a crappy job that I've always been proud of that story. Let me know if you ever need to fill in for Scotty. Mm, trust me, we don't <laughs> on the show since we obviously share similar life experiences. <laughs> Really, because uh, <laughs> do you draw new X Men? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the great work and have fun in San Diego. San Blank. Diego, San Diego. Well, he obviously posed it. Because the old blah blah blah. Beeble blah, 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 blah. Oh, but no. you know what? It's good because he goes, nah, 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 it's not worth it. Thank yeah. you. Right. Next one is from Joe P. Said uh, I have s- I have to strongly disagree with the idea of casting Topher Grace as Yorick. Wow. Nothing against Topher, but his brand of sarcasm tends to be paired with a certain smugness. 
That's not York's brand of sarcasm. Well, I'm. I mean, I guess everyone's entitled to your opinion, but yours is wrong. <laughs> my Joe. mom, Joe. My mom <laughs> says that Topher Grace in that '70s show often reminds her of me you? interacting with my parents. Well, interesting. Yeah. I can see that. Smug. No, I think. I, uh, Were you smug to your parents? Were you <laughs> <laughs> Have a certain smugness about me. If you haven't noticed. I think you know what you know what Joe P is probably exactly like Topher Grace. And that's why he hates oh, Topher Grace. There's not enough. Sure. There's not enough room in this world sense. for the both of them. Ah, we had a uh, we had a couple of white entries like here name. on the emails. Um, hey guys, uh, Scotty called it right. At first, I fucking hated him, and now I oh, love this him. This is the third time. This but the question remains: show. Will that ever happen with Crank? Oh, <laughs> another Oprah moment. Actually, um, I think Crank I is think on the live chat. Uh, Crank, will, will, will people yeah. ever uh, start yeah. to love you? Let me see Crank's response. I don't see why people would hate <laughs> Crank. Hello. I think people will enjoy me eventually. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> if I, I work sorry. hard enough. I do not understand. <laughs> I can't uh, believe Chris would derail the show by actually going to go yeah. read what was on the computer screen. I don't know about all that. Crank, <laughs> no, no, Crank, Crank just said, oh, snap. And then Mike said, "Oh no, he didn't. Oh no, he uh, didn't." Let's go ahead and put. Nope. Let's go ahead and put this out in the world that yes. uh, we're going to put a moratorium on two things. Okay. The B Beeblebarp word. is dead. The B word. B word is dead. It's just going to make it worse, it. Scotty. It's dead. That's really. dead. And the uh, hating Scotty and then liking and then loving him. him. What about I, your I only say this because we 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 actually don't print like twenty <clears> or talk about twenty emails a week where. The thing is, is everybody thinks that they're the first person that is going to say it, but you're not. You're, you're not cool. It's, yeah, it's, yeah. No, <laughs> not, it's not about cool. I'm what not about your abs? Down. Uh, I actually don't fucking have abs. And the have, thing, the thing is, too, like the ninety-nine Tom is awesome emails that we get, we only read. We only read one. We don't read all of them. All right, one more. Everybody's getting all sensitive on this show. Uh, this is a bad idea show. Yeah, the whole <laughs> retrospective. <laughs> we're all excited at the beginning of the night where we're not like, oh, it's, well, it's going to be fun. fun. Now, everybody hates everybody, except Chris. Chris is happy because he just staring he's at the camera. Right. No. <laughs> that. What? I quit. Somebody no. give me a beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I bet that it's a joke. Because it, it, we, we only get probably five emails. Yeah, that's the thing. Unless you're whoring your book, and then you're probably sending us like 20 emails. Yeah. I delete them. So. Uh, <laughs> last one is from Light, <laughs> Light Bomb Mike. Uh, so my question is, before you all got together to talk comics on Friday night, just how badly did you annoy everyone around you to itch that comic scratch? Uh, and now that you're famous podcasters, <laughs> give us the over-under before one of you, Reed Tom, starts a cult, barricades yourself in a house with a multitude of underage girls, and dies in a shootout with police wearing only a wife beater boxers and steel-toed shoes. Oh, you just described Checks. my week. <clears throat> yeah, check scene I do on have steel-toed <laughs> shoes. Uh, thanks for, and a high-powered rifle. Thanks for all the entertainment and for bringing Scotty to the show. Well, we didn't, like, we didn't kidnap make him. him. I've enjoyed his rants for a while now, and it is great to get a regular dosage outside of comics. Scotty's like Wonder Woman. We made him out of clay. <laughs> yeah. And he was blessed by the guy. I have awesome tits. I'm looking <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to harassing you guys at Chicago. Um, Mike's a cool guy. He's a good artist. He's a good artist, too. Uh, he was part of the animation club, mm-hmm. uh, and they invited me out to give a lecture at his college a couple of years back at, th- at Edinburgh University. Is he doing s- cereal, cereal pajamas? pajamas? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. And he actually, he, he um, emailed me last week. I guess they had somebody to write kind of an intro for mm-hmm. him. And 
uh, I guess through. Yeah, they la- at the last second fell out and mm-hmm. and emailed me. Please, can you help out? And mm-hmm. I, he acted like you know, like I wouldn't do it or something. And I was like, well, sure. And it just took a couple minutes and wrote him one. But Sweet. Uh, so and he got a chance Did to look. Did you use awesome this. in it at all? I might have. I it's a really good story, though. About it has nothing to do with comic art. It's a story yeah. about uh, a, it was an a, awesome story. a tragic pajama story from my childhood. Oh, I won't ruin it by talking about it now. But I can't wait to pick uh, pick that up at Didn't Chicago. Pieces. Personally, no, uh, but I want to kill my cousin. Going back to his question about did we drive people crazy about our comic books? I never. Ta- I mean, that was that's what's. The point of this. Is Tom's that girlfriend didn't even know he read comics <laughs> yeah, until exactly. last week when Sal and I busted him out <laughs> on it at dinner. Actually, we owe uh, we owe the show to uh, Andy Diggle and Jock. What? Because without oh. the losers, <laughs> without the losers poster that I put up at uh, at work, Sal probably never would have known that I was a big comic fan. Yeah, you guys I, already worked together, right? We yeah. worked together, and, uh, and how many years did you work together? Oh, uh, well, it wasn't that long. Uh, a couple months. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, wow. But yeah, I never talked comics with him. I mean, how many times have you guys done it? <laughs> uh, a couple times, yeah, but it was by accident. Yeah, it slipped, slipping, slipped. <laughs> I'm gonna barricade myself after Wizard World Chicago, probably. Probably, yeah. probably gonna be really strong on. You won't ride. You won't ride home with me on the blue line sick. that night either. What was that? You won't ride home with me on the blue line that <laughs> night either. Fucking train. I'm not waiting for your luggage, I'm Chris. I'm leaving now. Giant well, um, <laughs> since this since this is our live uh, our streaming video, <laughs> should we take uh, one question from uh, from the folks that are uh, that what, are just watching? Um, I tell you, uh, if folks. Uh, Anyone, anyone uh, in the chat, go ahead and throw up a question, and we'll ask it real quick, and, uh, and, and we'll wrap this up. You're listening to the excitement of the question. internet. Next question. The lag time is 25 minutes. <laughs> God damn, we're still waiting for a question. Anyone? No one oh. wants to ask us anything. Braxton said fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank That's you, Braxton. exactly the right answer. What? Anybody have a real question, actually? Any, any real questions? No, none. A bunch of jokers. Yeah. Everybody. Can you name one comic that has been around for a while that you've just discovered? Well, that's a good question. Okay. Who is that? That's from uh, Radio Wayne. Radio good job, Wayne. Radio Wayne. Thank you. Name one comic that has been around for a while that you've just discovered. Uh, well, <clears throat> American Flag. I didn't really read until last year, mm-hmm. and I picked up a bunch of issues. So, I mean, it's not around now, but it's old. Right. And, and you know. That. Nexus. I've uh, never read Nexus, and now I'm going back and uh, and reading through them. Ooh, There's an artist. I I don't know of a. I mean, all books I've known about. I haven't read them, and I'm just now reading them. But there's an artist that's been around for a while, and and I don't necessarily know. I don't by a while. I don't even know how much long, but I know he's done a fair amount of stuff. But uh, Tommy Lee Edwards. Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. to, and I don't know how I've missed this guy because. You know, whenever He's you you fucking when, incredible when man. you were talking He's about invisible. about design <laughs> and when we were talking about weathering yeah. and coloring and uh, and he's talked about when he draws panels he draws the the word balloon captions yeah. in there and he draws them as the design of the panel right. and he said it's been it's been asked uh, of him uh, before to move the you know the word balloons around he's like well no I can't because yeah. that's part of the design yeah he's and, I mean as an artist I mean. <clears throat> everything when he just does black and white illustration with ink uh some people might not know that he did a lot of uh developmental artwork for the Harry Potter movies oh wow uh paintings uh obviously the Daredevil 
you know, some of the Brubaker Daredevil mm-hmm. covers, the paintings he did for those. His bullet points miniseries yeah. was great. I man. mean, he is just, I don't know, he's one of those guys like, how did I miss this guy? Uh, I got a chance to sit and talk with him a little bit at Heroes Con this year, and I was just, I did, bought a uh, piece of original art from him. and Did the Question miniseries? Yes, yes. There's a couple of things that I just recently read that uh, Animal Man is a series that I had, the Grant Morrison Animal Man, I had never read before. Animal. Uh, Doom Patrol was another one, Grant Morrison's Doom Patrol that I never picked up. I just started reading Tom Strong for the first time. Oh, uh, there you go. That's, That's good, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's part of the year of Alan Moore, which I've been talking about, but I have been reading the Alan Moore. Uh, Runaways was a book that I didn't pick up until it was already into its second season uh, and i've been enjoying that of late yeah. but yeah i don't know that's about it all right well uh wayne thank you for for <coughs> being the, the interactive member seriously. of the show <laughs> yes <laughs> um everyone that sent in emails and forum posts and everybody and listens. voicemails everything yeah, thanks this was really uh, a thank you to episode another to 124 episodes <laughs> you think yeah, we'll make it David. we'll see you <laughs> at 248 <laughs> all right well, i'll tell you what let's uh let's wrap this puppy up our next episode i'll let you know um, <laughs> is uh, Wizard World uh, Chicago. So yeah. uh, look for many uh, uh, many con reports coming up from that. Um, if you have Drunken. a chance, uh, I think you have two more days uh, as of the release of this episode to vote for us because we have been nominated for the Best in Entertainment category for the third annual Podcast Awards. I voted for um, uh, If you'd like to cast your vote, uh, please better. do so at, uh, at podcastawards.com. It's quick, it's painless, and you can vote once a day now through August 11th, which, like I said, is just a couple if days from now. If you're going to cheat, don't tell us about it. <laughs> please. Um, other don't be fucking cheaters. nominated are the Collected Comics Library in the general category, the Comic Book Queers in the GBLT category. Go vote for those guys. We love them. And, uh, What's GBLT? Was, uh, gay, gay, lesbian, transsexual, blah, blah, blah. Try blah. anything. Um, so uh, so <laughs> go shit, cast man. a vote for us. We'd really appreciate it. Uh, and you can also uh, join our friends of the program. Go to aroundcomics.com or you can download and print out our LCS Challenge flyer. Ask your comic shop manager or owner if they will display it in the store. If they do, send us an email. We'll mention you and the store on the show as well as post it on our site. Become a friend of the program today. And the only thing that comes close to getting uh, Chris as aroused as Rucka does <laughs> is the iTunes review. Imagine if Greg Rucka uh, wrote us an iTunes review. Oh, <laughs> fucking existence. His head. It, it, it'd be like... Uh, if you figured out what life was about, the meaning life of life, in, yeah, the meaning of life, the life universe would, would yeah, destroy. God itself. designed the world like it's that. It's like if you became mm. made out of mirrors and you looked into a mirror. <gasps> you, just, you just blew my mind. That <laughs> yeah. was the sound of my mind. It's just so. Uh, thanks to everybody who's left iTunes reviews: Danathan, Light Bomb, Mike, Mister Vinegar, and Mister Frank G. And make sure to check out all the great things Around Comics has to offer. We post next week's topics on Tuesdays at our forum at Around Comics. Remember, you can also visit us at Comicspace <laughs> slash Around Comics and MySpace slash Around Comics. We are proud members of the Comics Podcast Network. <laughs> Find Margaret Podcasts at www.http <clears throat> colon backslash backslash www.comicspodcast.com. Thanks again to InStock Trades for sponsoring this episode. Waiting for the trade has never been easier. InStockTrades.com offers a huge selection of the collected editions you need. InStockTrades.com is your source for trade paperbacks, deluxe hardcovers, essentials, showcases, archives, absolute editions, omnibus editions, and more. All at great discounted prices. And remember that all orders over 50 
dollars ship for free. Whether you're buying an absolute edition or catching up with showcases and essentials. www. <laughs> is your new best BFF. friend. BFF. Just like Braxton. Just like Braxton. Um, and we are proud to help support the Hero Initiative. Hero creates a financial safety net for yesterday's creators who need emergency medical aid, financial support for essentials of life, and an avenue back into paying work. It's a chance for all of us to give back something to the people who have given us so much enjoyment. For more information, visit www. www.heroinitiative.org <laughs> or call 310 <laughs> Dash seven eight zero nine. Period. <laughs> and ask for charity. <laughs> charity. And uh, remember, if you're going to be in Chicago uh, this weekend for the uh, Wizard World Chicago show, I'll be at. We'll the, be there. Yeah, we'll be there. Uh, we'll I'm going to be. I'm going to be at the Hero Initiative booth. On uh, Friday morning from I'll be working nine, out in the hotel gym <laughs> from nine to eleven thirty. I'll Six also be there um, pushing metal on uh, on Saturday from three to five. You can also uh, find uh, David Price from Bullpen Bulletins. You can find uh, Ron from iFanboy. Uh, either Steve or Eric from the CBQ podcast. I'll be and lurking. Others. Dancy is going to be there. I'll so. be there. I'll be digging through the quarter boxes. I'll be wearing a Brewers hat. <laughs> If you can pin him to the floor, he'll give you five dollars. Yeah, but what? Up, but here's the thing, though. Make him say uncle. I'm not gonna wear a Brewers hat, and some dude who's wearing a Brewers. It's gonna, hat. Be, gonna, Matt gonna be Matt. It's gonna be Matt Kramer. Yeah. yeah, it's gonna be keep trying to tackle him. Yeah, or people are gonna walk up and be like, hey, "Are you Tom Cater? Caters? <laughs> Can't punch me." Oh, I'd like to, <laughs> that's the rule. I'd like to thank everyone uh, for uh, um, being a part of this today. Uh, Sal, Scott, yeah. Tom, as always, uh, Mike Norton, who started here and is now looking at us from his video camera at <laughs> home. Mine. He's not anymore, though, is he? Oh, is he back? Norton, you there? Well, it's his empty chair now. We have oh, wow. just an empty, empty Norton chair. chair. That sucks. Uh, everyone, it's been uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, hope you're able to make it out to Wizard World Chicago. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, all of our con <laughs> wrap ups and then all sorts of fun <laughs> stuff after that. Uh, have a great rest of your week and weekend. Okay. In the meantime, in between time, we'll be everywhere in and around. Comics. We're like the Tron of comic book podcasts now. We're like recording live. People are watching us. And we're trapped inside like a virtual world. Oh, it's like Max Hedrum. Yeah. Scotty's driving an electric tank. That's gonna we'll be everywhere in, 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 and around. I don't know. Comics. I would go comics. like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the contact us section of our website. Music for the show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Views expressed in the interviews or by guests of the show are solely those of the individuals expressing them and do not reflect the opinions of Around Comics. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next time, and the panel will change, but our mission will stay the same bringing you the very best news, reviews, and opinions in and around comics. Around Comics is a Pipe Dream production. Copyright 2007. All rights reserved. Yeah. Why you got my love and love me?